welcome to Moments in Time and Space, a microfiction podcast, bringing you tales of horror and suspense with your host, Aaron Miracle. Hello, everyone. A good barber is hard to find, but a great barber is to be treasured. They can make you look like a million bucks and go out of their way to accommodate your whims. Mike is one such great barber, and he is working after closing for one of his more special clients. The blinds of the shop were pulled down, and a large clothes sign sat in the window to let people know there would be no more customers this night. A radio set to a low volume provided some background noise or pre-recorded loop of music. There would be no DJ to keep listeners entertained, not that may be tuned in long past midnight. Mike took a quick sip of his energy drink and adjusted his ball cap before he went back to working on the older gentleman's hair. Truth be told, the customer's hair did not need much attention, it was more for the company that he came in every month for an appointment. Mike did not mind as he was very well compensated for his time and effort. Michael, I cannot thank you enough for accommodating my late hours, the gentleman in the barber chair said. You are so kind to humor the whims of an old man. Don't mention it, Mr. Victor, Mike replied. You are one of my dad's favorite customers, and you are like a friend of the family. Your father was a good man. I remember when he began bringing you to the shop for my visits. It was a real treat to be able to stay up late when I was that young. Trust me, the novelty wears off when you get to my age. Both men laughed at the joke. Somewhere in the back of the shop came the sound of breaking glass. Mike stopped his cutting, and Victor raised an eyebrow. The door of the back storage room flew open, and two armed men spilled into the barbershop. Mike raised his hands instinctively. What the? You said no one's supposed to be here, Norm? shouted the man wearing a black hoodie. The shop was supposed to be empty. It's closed, Norm told his companion. Hey, guys, we don't want any trouble, Mike said calmly, his hand still raised. Just take the cash. It is all over there in the register. Shut up, Norm barked, and he nodded to his companion. Go check the register. Norm kept his gun pointed at Mike while his buddy checked the cash register. He opened the tray and shook his head. There's like 40 bucks in here. That's all I have. Most people pay with plastic, Mike explained. Take it and get out. Victor finally spoke. Gentlemen, I suggest you do as my young friend here says. Norm swung his gun to point at Victor. Shut up. Hey, ball cap boy. Where's the rest of your cash? Don't you have a safe? No, Mike said. You're lying. I'm going to count to three, and if you don't tell me where the safe is, I'm going to put a bullet in you, Norm threatened. One, two... Norm, shouted the other thug by the cash register. A single gunshot rang out. The man by the cash register ran over and snatched a pistol on Norm's grip. What the hell did you do? I panicked, Norm shouted. You spooked me, you dumbass. Norm looked over to where Mike was standing. Victor had somehow suddenly appeared in front of Mike. There was a bullet hole burned to the plastic cutting cape that was still secured around the old man's neck. Victor glanced down and sighed as he saw the wound in his chest. Michael, may I deal with these gentlemen? Victor asked. Please understand that it will not be pleasant. Mike glanced over Victor's shoulder at the two thugs. Wreck him, Vic. Victor moved like a blur towards Norm and his companion. More shots were fired, but that did not slow Victor's charge. He moved like a streak of silver and white towards the two men. He grabbed each of the men around their throats and carried them into the back room with a little effort. Screams like there's something being thrown around repeatedly echoed through the barber shop, followed by silence. Mr. Victor, are you alright? Mike asked. On cue, the older gentleman returned to the barber shop. He had a few smears of blood on the torn cutting cape that hung loosely around his neck. In one of his hands was a white silk handkerchief that he used in a vain effort to wipe away the blood from his face. Mike quickly offered Victor a towel, 
and the old gentleman took it with a grim smile. I apologize for the mess. Let me make a call to some people who can take care of it, Victor said. I will compensate you for any losses you've incurred. Saving my life was compensation enough, Mr. Victor, Mike said. Nonsense. Your family has provided me with unmatched service over the years. I want to ensure that continues without disruption. Victor looked into a large beauty mirror that hung across from the nearest barber chair. No reflection greeted him in return. Michael, would you be so kind as to tell me what state my hair is in? Well, it's pretty bad, Mike replied. You also got some blood in it and... other stuff. Damn. Well, I doubt as good as your work is, it would not have survived intact during... How'd you put it? My wrecking. Mike got out a fresh cutting cape and pat the barber chair. Have a seat. I can fix you up. Are you sure, Michael? I hate to keep you out so late. Not all. You call your people, and then you can tell me about the time you got caught cheating at cards of Frank Sinatra. Victor laughed. You have heard that story many times. Yup, and it's my favorite. Victor sailed into the barber chair and pulled out his phone to call his people. Mike fetched a new pair of scissors from his work era and began to work on Victor's hair once more. Take care, your barber. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can also follow me on Twitter at Moments in TAS. Feel free to recommend this podcast to others and help it grow. The opening and closing theme is Creepy Night by Daniel Carlton. Until next time, be safe, be smart, and be well. See you soon.